0: what is up everyone it's your boy sultan of strangles here aka the kimura king aka the ayatollah of Locks. here is a topic a very controversial topic in jujitsu mma muay thai boxing powerlifting bodybuilding it is the topic of weight cutting okay for those of you who don't know Weight cutting is a process of dropping your body weight drastically in a one-week period so that you can make weight, usually water weight, and then you increase that all the way back up. So when you fight, you're fighting much heavier than what you weighed in at. Today, I'm going to be going over how to cut weight for tournaments where you have the night before weigh-in like boxing, Muay Thai, Kickboxing the hardest way possible, weighing in right before your match like IBJJF, and how to how to cut weight for when you have three to four hours in between weigh-ins and your match like good the good fight the uh, you know Naga grappling industries. I'm a little delirious today because I cut carbs and sodium, so I thought why not make a podcast on the journey that I'm on right now currently down about 10 pounds of water. I have two more days to to get five pounds lighter. So I feel like you guys could gain a lot from this episode and feel free to hit me up with questions afterwards. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do not forget to share. Do not forget to give the episode five star rating on iTunes. Um, Before we start the episode, don't forget to follow me at K-O-O-L-R-A-K at Immortals Jiu Jitsu, and at Rambling with Rack. All right, guys, sit back, relax, and let's start. Let's go over the first and hardest one, cutting weight when you have uh, weigh-ins the night before, okay? We're gonna start this process with something called water loading. You could do this for all of them. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it for IBJJF, but you are going to overload your body with water. So one to two gallons a day, I find that my sweet spot is one and a half gallons a day. Now, you may may be asking, why are you doing this? If I'm trying to cut water, why am I adding so much water to my diet? Now, the reason for this is, when you increase your water intake, there is a hormone in your body called aldosterone, okay? And that tells your body, hey, we are getting a lot of water in, so we need to be pissing a lot of this water out because we cannot retain too much because if you have too much water, uh, sometimes your blood pressure might rise and you just don't need that extra water in your system. So you start pissing like a racehorse, okay? And after your body is acclimated to that, the day of your weigh-in or the day before your weigh-in, let's say my weigh-in is at 6 p.m. on Friday, Uh, 6 p.m. Thursday, I'm cutting water completely, but my body is still pissing out water as if I'm drinking two gallons a day. So by the time I hit Friday, I could lose 5 to 10 pounds of water just like that. Now, for my older listeners, it gets a lot harder when you're older. When I was younger, easily 10 pounds I'd piss out now as I'm older maybe five pounds so you got to combine that tactic with a couple of other tactics I have been water loading since high school um, I did it for wrestling matches I do for jujitsu, um, but I wouldn't really recommend it if you're doing it for IBJJF where you weigh in right before you fight um, because at that point I think you should just lose weight get to a healthy weight and just fight all right So now that we covered the water loading section, let's go over some of the other dietary parts. Now, for every one one gram of carbohydrate that you eat, your body retains 2.5 grams of water because of that. So in order to cut down on the water, one to two weeks before your fight, you are going to completely cut carbs. This is gonna suck because your body is gonna have to go through a process where it learns to burn fat instead of carbohydrates, the glycogen stored in your muscles for energy. And many people call this the keto flu. Yeah, you start feeling like shit for a couple of days, but you get used to it, all right? Um, after your water retention goes down, Uh, many fighters tell told me that you need to cut sodium now this is controversial a lot of fighters will completely cut sodium and that sodium also holds a lot of water when you cut sodium you do not retain as much water but with me here's the issue i start getting lightheaded i start getting dizzy my blood pressure gets very low so the way my body works i just need um i still add sodium to my diet not too much but i do not completely cut it out because i feel like if i do that i just become a complete freaking zombie all right i have cut 10 pounds before i've cut 20 pounds before but i've never done anything crazy like a lot of these fighters the 30 pound ones i guess when you get to that point you really need to cut out the sodium i have no experience with that but Many fighters tell me they will cut carbs and sodium out of their diet. Now, the scary part is everything has sodium in it. Everything has sugar in it, even the meat. Like, I'm like, all right, meat. we got steak, chicken, bacon. I look at bacon, there's sugar in it, and there's a shit ton of sodium in it. So you got to be careful what type of meats you're eating. Uh, look at the nutrition facts because you will find sugar and carbohydrates in things that you never thought nuts for example almonds are pretty good but cashews shit ton of carbs if you have cashews you are going to retain so much water all right look at the nutrition facts before you do it low sodium low carbs and now it is time to weigh in once you weigh in and you get to the weight you're supposed to be for the next two or three meals you are going to want to eat nothing but carbs all right, you've been eating a lot of proteins, a lot of fats. The next meals are gonna be pure carbohydrates and you could have sodium now. So, when your body gets a hold of these carbs, hold on to them. And before you know it, you will go from 170 right up to freaking 190. Okay, you'll gain that 20 pounds back in a day. But just know do not eat right after you weigh in you must replenish yourself with the liquids first you need to have pedialyte gatorade water all right get your body get your electrolytes back first before you start eating i know a lot of people who starve themselves and the first thing they do is eat and that's the worst thing because your stomach is going to be fucked up you must get your hydration up first you know i like to do just water with some uh, lemon, salt, potassium, but other people say Gatorade. Um, I know my coach said um, Pedialyte and water combined really helps. Do not have a bite of food until you have rehydrated yourself. So next method and a very controversial method you see a lot of UFC fighters do. Okay, is the Epsom salt bath. Okay. There's a couple ways to do this, a couple modified ways to do this. Now, you're gonna take a bath, <clears throat> you're gonna fill it up with hot water. Um, what my instructor told me was 106 degrees works best. So get a thermometer and check that it's 106 degrees, okay? Too hot, you're gonna bake in there. Too low, you're not gonna sweat. And yes, you do sweat in water, okay? So you're gonna fill it up with Epsom salts, about two packages, okay? now some people put rubbing alcohol in there too some people don't all right so um we're gonna do that um i don't use rubbing alcohol and this opens your pores up okay i have some salt and the um the uh rubbing alcohol opens your pores sorry if my speech is a little slow i'm kind of dead today because because of, <laughs> of the weight cut So you put your entire body in for 20 to 30 minutes, you want to submerge your up to your neck. Um, Some people wet their face and their hair, some people like to keep it nice and dry. You're going to stay there 20 to 30 minutes, and then your body starts sweating. After that, you're going to get out, you're going to lie down on the floor, you're going to cover yourself in towels. So you make sure that the towels absorb any sweat that's coming out, none of it's getting reabsorbed into your body. And you could lose five pounds every time you do this. So you got to do two sets of this and you could lose up to 10 pounds. My body, I don't know, as I got older, it just doesn't work the same. So I could lose five pounds doing this. Good thing about this, unlike the sauna suit method, which I'm going to go over next, you burn little to no energy. You're literally just sitting in there, okay? So um, the sauna suit methods a a little harder, and I'm going to go over that next. Next method is another dangerous method. I highly suggest you run with a friend who is not wearing a sauna suit while you do this with me. I don't have that. So I just be very, I'm very mindful, okay, when I have that sauna suit on, um, if I get blurred vision while I run or if I start getting lightheaded, I completely stop what I'm doing. I I take off my hat, roll up my sleeves, roll up my pants, cool down a little, and then just start walking. If I feel like I get that again, I just restart, all right? So with the sauna suit, you want to start with a, um, what I like to do is I put a long sleeve shirt on, okay, so all my sweat doesn't freaking drip down my hands and feet. I put tape around that. Uh, I put the sauna suit on. I put taper on that so the water gets stuck. It doesn't come out. Um, after that, I put a hoodie on and um, I, I keep the regular sauna suit pants. Costs about 20 bucks online, wherever you want to buy it. It's in a trap all the heat, trap all the moisture, and you're going to sweat a lot. A little trick I like to do before I do any type of weight cut is makeup remover. Makeup remover opens your pores up. Forgot the name of the it. thing. It's called abalone or something like that. You just rub that on your skin. All your pores open up. Another thing that causes your pores to open up is rubbing alcohol. So if you rub that on yourself, your pores will open up big time. So rub that on yourself. Put on your sauna suit and go for a run. When I was younger, I could lose up to ten pounds. Okay, I would run three miles, and I would get I would lose ten pounds of water. Now that I'm older three miles for me running or walking gets about five pounds off of me. So before you have your actual weight cup, you got to do a bunch of practice cuts, just so you have a standard of measure to see what your body is capable of. So mine, I know for a fact that if I run or walk three miles, I'm going to shed five pounds. Okay. Um, So let's say it's weigh in day, I'll do one run in the morning or walk in the morning. I'll drive to wherever I'm going, I do another walk and I'm down 10 pounds. So you got to make sure you know what you're doing. Don't wait till two days before your match to start thinking about this shit. You must do practice cuts. I cannot stress how important practice cuts are, you need to know x amount of time doing x amount of exercise, how much weight does that make me lose? and then make sure as you get closer and closer to your weigh in date that you do just that okay i hope that one helped out let's uh let's move on to the next method next method is called the the Nikki Rod um, hotel steam room method so you go to your hotel doesn't matter if you have a bathtub or a shower you're going to turn the hot water all the way to the end on you're going to um not close the curtains, keep them open. And within 10 to 15 minutes, your bathroom should be look exactly like a steam room does at your local health club. What really helps is if you clog the drain, so the water stays and the humidity stays. And it just becomes a sauna in there. So you just stay in there, you could shadow box, shadow wrestle, or you could cover yourself, wear some heavy clothes, uh, put some towels on. And If you're just in there doing like calisthenics or just sitting, you will lose a shit ton of weight. This is a nice method for those of you who may or may not have a gym that you could use the sauna or the steam room. Super easy to make your own steam room. All right. Um, Next method is the Rakshan method. Let's say, you know, I'm doing an IBJJF New York Open. Okay my match is at 1pm. I leave my house around 8am. Okay. Um, it's gonna take me about an hour to get to where I am find parking, etc. So I will put on a sweatshirt sweatpants if it's summer, no heat if it's winter blast the heat. And all I do is drive to the competition with a fucking car windows up heat fully on. Uh, again, if you get blurry vision at any moment, stop, get out of the car, walk around, maybe take the take whatever plastics off. So literally, I'll get in the car, have a cup of black coffee, and just a, an hour drive or half an hour drive, I'll lose four to five pounds easily like that. Uh, with little to no effort, I go weigh in, start eating. Uh, I mean, New York Open, you probably shouldn't start eating, but I'll drink something to get nice and hydrated again and then fight immediately. The Mike Dolce hot tub method is one that is um, I know a bunch of other people have used. I don't know why it doesn't work for me. It's a little different for me. But um, what you do is you go into a hot tub. Okay, super easy. You go up to your chin in there. All right. You go up to your chin in there 15 minutes up to your chin after that you go up onto the next step right up to your belly button 15 minutes up on your belly button okay 15 minutes after that you sit up just your feet in your knees down in and if you want 15 minutes sitting outside of the hot tub you're still going to be sweating don't get up right away because you're going to be lightheaded you might fall on the ground um This is Mike Dolce swears by it. 45 minutes, you lose 5 to 10 pounds this way. Um, I can't really lose much this way. I lose maybe 3 or 4 pounds. But again, it's an easy method where you're doing absolutely fucking nothing. So you weighed in. It was a success. And now you're ready to start rehydrating. I think it's so cute, the the fucking drama queens, that as soon as they get off the scale, they start chugging some concoction. It's totally cool to wait five minutes. Now, um, there's two school of thoughts in this, okay? One is to slowly rehydrate, which is my school of thought, right? I don't want to fucking chug a gallon of water because I know I'm going to throw it up. It's going to put me in shock. Um, I just take small sips, what my instructor told me, um, a two liter bottle, half of it should be Pedialyte, Half of it should be water, okay? Or a one-liter bottle. It's up to you. And do not have a bite of food until that is finished, okay? So after you've done that, takes you. it'll probably take you about an hour to slowly drink that, which I do. Make sure there's sodium, potassium in whatever you're drinking, whatever you decide to drink, Gatorade. Um, now it's not time to pig out, okay? Okay. Um, in the past I remember in the Holocaust people who didn't have food were starving they were given food right away and they would pig out and sometimes they would go into diabetic shock and die so you just start eating slowly and your next two or three meals should be pure carbohydrates so I like to do rice and beans with a little you know cheese but mostly carbs Um, I'll do, I don't do really pasta, but if you want to do it, you can, I'll do stuff with rice and potatoes, you know, pure carb meals because that retains the most water. And that's exactly what you want. And, um, also don't eat too much sugar. Carbs are good. Don't eat too much sugar. Don't overload with fat and protein right now. Okay. Um, and last but not least, uh, once you've had those carbs, the next day you should have probably put on the 10 or 20 pounds that you lost throughout these these weeks if you followed everything correctly um try not to eat too close to bed when you do this because then you're gonna have a hard time sleeping especially if you're trying to fight tomorrow when i eat a, a carb heavy meal right before bed um I, I i have a very hard time sleeping so keep that in mind and if you need to, I, I fight fasted, but if you want to eat the day of your, your fight again, pure carb, cause that's all you need. Nothing but energy. <clears throat> now that we've gone over all those other methods, I want to go over the actual sauna, the actual room, the dry sauna, where you go in and you sit and there's usually old Russian men with their balls hanging out. Um, so that I know so many fighters that will literally never use a sauna and then two days before their fucking fight or three days before their fight, they start cutting weight and they go in a sauna and after fucking 10 minutes, they're dying. That is because just like everything else I mentioned in this podcast, your body must get used to these things, okay? So when I do a practice, I do practice cuts for a reason in the sauna suit, but same goes for a regular dry sauna, uh, I would say a month, not just two weeks, a month leading up to your match or fight. Go into a sauna five minutes a day. Just get get the feel and increase your time every time. Uh, I don't know how long is healthy to stay in a sauna, but just from my experience, after about 15 minutes, man, I'm, I want to get the fuck out of there. So based off of that, two, 15, two sets of 15 minutes in there, you could probably lose... Five ten pounds, but your body must get used to it. Your organs are not used to that type of heat. If you don't put them through that type of heat regularly, you go to the sauna, you see a lot of these older Russian guys, they're in there for an hour and they jump into the cold ice plunge and chill in there. I could, I could chill in the cold plunge for maybe (laughs) 10 seconds and I got to get out. But I see people in there just chilling because your body, the human body adapts. All right, just like everything else. Don't wait till two days before to, uh, to start going in the sauna. Now, one more thing um, we're going to talk about uh, running. You know, jujitsu guys, a lot of us jujitsu guys, we uh, just do jujitsu, we do the airdyne bike, we do um, all types of exercises, but we don't really, I don't really know too many jujitsu people that run. But then a week before the fight, everyone becomes a marathon runner. Oh, I'm going to run four miles. Again, two weeks to a month before your fight, you should get your body accustomed to running. Uh, Because I'll train legs. I'll do jujitsu. I'll wrestle. My hamstrings, everything is sore. But running just hits your muscles differently. I notice some muscles that are super sore from when I run. Inner quads my hips and my lower back Uh, it just hits them very differently so you need to get acclimated to running before you start running to lose weight Um, and that's it for the sauna suit and the running make sure to make a mental note of that so you don't screw up in the future so I was gonna end the podcast there but then I realized I gotta talk to you guys about what to do after the competition because I had a really bad experience (laughs) All right, so for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, you should at k o o l r a k. Two, uh, two, was it two or three weeks before my competition, I broke my fucking nose in training, um, and then two days before my competition, I busted my eye wide open right under my eyebrow. It required twelve stitches. So I could get cleared to fight, I had to get my mom to put makeup on my eyes so they wouldn't see the stitches. I go in there, I try not to tie up because, you know, tying up is going to require my face to touch his face. I don't want to I didn't want to open up my cut and then loose. So, I don't tie up. I get taken down, blast double right on my ass. I reverse. Uh, I re- uh, what happened? I tried to get up. He took my back. I got out of the back escape. Tried to go for the leg locks, could not. Reversed him. Body lock past him. Tried to kimura him, didn't work. He got out. Body lock pass again. Now I'm in half guard. I do a spin around to inside sankaku, and I finish with an, with an inside heel hook. It was uh, it was a nice victory. It's on Emerald City Invitational. I hope you guys uh, will check it out on flow grappling or just check out my Instagram for the submission. Um, now, uh, after, so, you know, it's, I competed, I did a nice clean refeed of just rice beans, but now I'm like, I don't, I'm, my competition's over. I'm going to pig out. I'm going to be a fat piece of shit. So I had a burger with fries and a milkshake. Uh, I'm already feeling horrible and then on my way home I didn't sleep in Atlantic City I drove home the only thing I opened was McDonald's so I had a Big Mac, fries and another milkshake like a fat piece of shit and my body just fucking rejected it when you eat clean for so long then you put poison back into your body your body does not uh, take that too well so I was fucking miserable nauseous I didn't throw up but I felt like shit so a lot of uh, bodybuilders do this called reverse dieting. So after your tournament, um, I don't want you guys to go peg out, have pizza, ice cream, etc. I want you to reverse diet, you know, add some sugar here, a little more fat there. Don't go crazy. If you go crazy, not only is it going to, your body going to reject it. Maybe you throw up, maybe you're nauseous, but you're going to feel like shit for the next couple of days. So I felt like shit yesterday. I feel like shit today um what i should have done is okay you want to have a burger that's cool have the burger chill with the fries don't get the fries maybe not even a milkshake maybe a diet coke and then maybe the next day you could just add a little more so don't be a fat slob is what i'm trying to say the way i was um now the cut's done um but i really loved the way i looked i loved the amount of compliments i was getting so I think I'm going to continue to live that lifestyle. You know, that cut really just gave me the discipline to just say no to the shit that's bad for me. I'm still going to eat carbs, but not as much. I'm definitely going to cut out the sugars. I've been replacing the Coke with Diet Coke and other stuff. And, you know, I'm still pretty happy. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I'm going to continue this low carb lifestyle, vegetables, meat, and see how I feel. And guys, stuff like this will build discipline. Um, You know, the reason I cut the weight is because I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to embarrass my team. And what it ended up teaching me is that I could just continue and I could uh, lose weight and I could look great. So I hope you guys do the same thing. So there you have it. I thought this was a very authentic episode because, um, you know, the other episodes are things that I've done before and that I was recollecting on, okay? This weight cut episode, I was literally doing it as day-to-day, you know? Day-to-day during my weight cut. So I think you guys got a very raw form of information there. Um, I hope it helped you. If you would like to ask me more questions, you guys could follow me on Instagram, at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. You follow the school, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu you could follow the podcast at rambling with rack. Do not forget that the school also has a website, immortalsjujitsu.com. All right. And on Facebook, Mike Rackshan, M I K E R A K S H A N. Please go on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, give it five stars and please share this episode. And also the podcast with your friends because it helps get exposure. Um, anchor finally decided to give me a little sponsorship thingy so i have made ten dollars so far off this podcast let's hope we could increase that amount because i definitely want to go big guys and um what's really cool is that at tournaments and stuff people would usually stop me because of the school because of my fight but people are literally stopping me now for the podcast. Like, hey. Hey, you do rambling with rack, right? So that's pretty cool. It's pretty surreal. I didn't think that honestly did not think that would ever happen. So thank you for the support. It means so much to me. And I look forward to the next episode.